Hey everyone, my name is Lynn Wilson and welcome to today's podcast called Hope for Today. So winter is finally maybe coming to an end. The snow is stopping and well, we have rain today, but you know, we're starting to feel like, okay, it's the end of the season. It's the end of that. We're starting to gear up toward the spring. I don't know about you, but the winter, you're pretty much stuck in the house. We've been with the pandemic. We've even been stuck more and you just don't get out and about as much. And uh, the older you get, those of you that are, you know, are getting older can understand that like you get a little, oh, boy, those muscles don't want to work anymore. And uh, I would say that I would feel like I'm a little old and rusty. How does that sound? And uh, I was telling my husband, we need to start walking. We need to get out there once the weather is decent and just get moving. We just got to move. It, you know, it doesn't have to be a fast pace. It doesn't have to be a run or, you know, we're not going to jog, but we do need to get out there and just move. And I was thinking about our Christian walk and just, you know, even in the winter season, um, we have snow and we have bad weather and we're kind of in the cold so we stay inside and we bundle up and we kind of hide and you know it's a time of hibernation and that's not necessarily a bad thing sometimes it's good to get away but i think in the seasons of life in our own personality we can have a time where we hide in the winter of our lives if you know what i mean where things maybe aren't the best and we're kind of hiding behind that and Maybe internally we're feeling old and rusty. And I don't necessarily mean old in terms of your age. I mean old in your person, in your personality, in your the way you handle yourself. So I want to read in Psalm 51:10. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And then we're going to be in Isaiah 40.31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. You know, there's two things I remember when I was a kid going to church. I remembered um, every Sunday when we'd get there, and I always, I don't know why we tended to gravitate to the left side. You know, you got to have your pew with your name on it. You know how that goes if you've grown up in church. And we tended to sit on the left side toward the front, and even on the left side of church, we sat all the way to the left of the window side toward the front. And I remember there were a couple of older ladies and they were probably in their 80s. And I was a kid and, and I always loved talking to them. They always had a smile. I felt like they had a smile in their pocket that they could hand to me. And they always had a kind word. They were encouraging. They made me feel special. I was a little girl and I was quite shy and I was awkward and, and, um, I wasn't very outgoing and just never knew where I fit in. Not much has changed. You know, you get older, some of those things don't change. And I, I was always awkward around people. And I remember these ladies, I could stand in their presence and their smile just captivated me. And they made me feel like I was special. And here they're in their 80s and I was a little girl. 
And I loved going, like I just go out of my way to like stand next to them so they would talk to me. Then there was those other ladies. Hmm. Yeah, I would call those other ladies the old and rusty ones. I don't know if they were in their 80s. They could have been in their 20s, 30s, or 40s for all I know. But, you know, they were older than me. I was a kid. 20 years old was an old lady back then. And they were the ones that I would make sure, you know, if they were on that side of the church, we'd go on this side. Or if they were coming down this way, down the aisle, I'd go that down, that way down the aisle. I avoided them. I would avoid them. I would avoid them. They just were a nasty disposition, didn't have the love of Christ in them, never smiled, never, never really had a kind word. It would always be something like, why does your hair look like that today? Why did you wear that color dress today? You know, that kind of a comment. And I would ask my dad all the time, dad, why, why, why is Mrs. So-and-so like that? Why is so-and-so act like this? And he would, <clears throat> he would always tell me, you know what? They were always like that. It doesn't mean when you're old, you turn into a different person. He said, your insides were always like that. They were old and rusty even when you were young, and it just becomes more pronounced as you become older. And you know, I think a lot of that's true. Um, a lot of things we do, most things that we do in life are choices. We have a choice to be happy today, and we have a choice not to be happy today. I had a um, coworker that I used to work with, and um, we she, she just had a hard time, like kind of, um, just sorting through the day. Everything would kind of overwhelm her quite a bit. And she'd be very nervous, Nellie. And, and I would say, listen, here's the scoop. And I was her supervisor. And I said, if you don't see me upset, you know you're okay. And I got your back. But we have a choice today. We can either laugh or we can cry. What are we going to choose to do today? And she would just smile. And say, oh, she'd giggle and okay, Lynn. Yeah, we got to laugh today. And there are times where, you know, Tears are necessary and tears are needed. It, it's cleansing, it's healing, and it's just natural. I mean, God gave us tears. But whenever we can, we need to try and choose laughter and try and choose joy. And I think we have to make an honest effort to say, today I'm going to giggle. Today I'm going to laugh. You know, let's say you sat down on this office chair and you you fell. Now, not that you fell and hurt yourself, but you know, you you do something silly and you, you catch yourself and you could just sit there and want to curse out that chair and yell at that chair and, or you can giggle and go, wow, that was kind of a funny trip. And um, there are things in life we just have to choose to find some joy and to find some laughter. And, you know, it, it's not always easy. I was talking to someone today and he just went on and on and on about how his life was terrible and how this was wrong and that was wrong. And no matter what I said, he could come back at me with 10 things to argue the fact about whatever. And I finally said to him, you know what I think? I said, I really think you're struggling in your walk for the Lord. And this is somebody I have a relationship with. This is somebody that I could be honest and open about. And I needed to share that with him. And he's like, you don't understand. That's not the point. Is it the point? Is our walk with the Lord so rusty that, you know, let me tell you this. Let's get practical. You got a brand new bicycle two years ago. Brand new. Went to the store. Maybe it was a Schwinn. Is that the name of it? The fancy ones? Real expensive bike. 
and you rode it for about six weeks, you know, and then the newness wore off and you parked it on the side of the house. Well, you parked it nicely, maybe even had a bike rack, but then over the last little while, it fell over and you never picked it up and the grass grew up around it. And you know how that goes. And now you look at your bike and it's rusty and the brakes are all locked up and the handlebars are rusty and tires are flat. And maybe the chair even has a little, you know, it gets that uh, dry, you know, and it cracks and it looks a mess. It looks old and rusty. That, that bike isn't that long ago. That bike isn't that old. You didn't get it that long ago. It's maybe two years, maybe it's a year. But because it sat out there and the weather wasn't taken care of, you didn't, you know, clean it up every day. You didn't do what you needed to do, wipe it down. You didn't store it in a safe place and so on. With all of that, you just didn't take care of it. Maybe that's how you're feeling today. You know, we can be old and rusty at 20 years old. Maybe you're young right now and you're watching this podcast. Your 20s, 30s, 40s, I'll even go into the 50s, the young people. And um, I'll be, I'll include myself in that. And you still have many years ahead of you, but you're just an old and rusty person. Nobody wants to be around you. Maybe you're in your 80s and you're looking at me going, yeah, you know, I am one of those ladies at the church when the kids come up to me. I never have a candy in my pocket. I never have a smile in my pocket. I always have a curt word to say to them about straighten up and you weren't sitting right in church or you took my pew or whatever the case might be. It is never too late to change. You know why? Because there's hope. The Lord Jesus Christ can intervene at any moment. All you have to do is, you know what? I would even say, raise your hand. Make a, a an effort in your decision. Don't just say, yeah, Lord, I want to make that change. Raise your hand. Lord, do you see this hand raised? I have a question. Lord, I need your help today. I need your help so much. I want to change who I am. I don't care if you're 99.9 .9 years old and you're listening to this podcast today. There is still hope for you. There is hope for you to raise your hand and say, Lord, I don't want to be old and rusty. I've left my bicycle out in that shed way too long. It is time to bring it in, get the WD, change those tires, maybe buff it up a little bit, get some rust cleaner, maybe unlock those brakes, you know. But you know what the best thing you can do for that bike once you fix that whole bike up? I can slap a coat of lipstick on, I can fix my hair, and I can put some jewelry on and even wear my best clothes. And I can show up to church and I can physically look great. But if I haven't used what God has given me, I'm old and rusty. Just like that bike. If you took that bike in today and you cleaned it up and you polished it, you even gave it a new coat of paint, that thing looks great. But until you ride that bike, it's not getting any use. The more you ride the bike, yes, as you ride it, you're going to maybe get a flat tire and wear the tires out. And as you ride it, you're going to have to change the brakes. That's normal wear and tear. That's not misuse. And just like us, you know, we serve in ministry, you're serving a church, you're serving your family, you're working, whatever. And as you go through, you're going to find yourself, oh, I think I need to change that tire. I need to add a little extra WD today. That's what we get when we go back to the Word of God. That's what we get when we pray to the Lord. That's what we get when we get renewed. We get our strength back from the Lord. That's doing all the normal repairs that we need to do as a human being because we're imperfect. 
and we're in a, you know, we're in a world that we're going to get clobbered verbally and physically. And, you know, we get sick, we don't feel good. And we've been down and out for a few weeks. And all of a sudden we got to get back in the groove and maybe mentally and emotionally, you're really struggling. You need to get your strength renewed from the Lord. If you take that bicycle out and you start riding it, it's going to be good to you. But if you polish that bike up and you stick it back right where it was, well, looks good. I want to stick it right back in that little pile. The weeds are going to grow up again. It's going to get rust again. The brakes are going to lock again. All these things are going to happen. Just like your life, just like my life, I can tell you firsthand, there are times where I've had a dark season of my life. If you want to call it a winter, you know, in my spirit, my emotional state, my physical state, my mental state, my spiritual state. I was in a winter season. I was kind of hiding. I was hibernating. Sometimes it's by choice because I'm an emotional, you know, you go through emotional things. And there is something to be said for pulling back and regrouping, but it needs to be through the word of God and time spent with the Lord and time in prayer and seeking what the Lord wants. Not a time where we've pushed all that aside. When we do, that's when we're getting old and rusty. That's when the seat gets a tear in it. That's when the tires are flat and they're dry rotted. We don't want that in our life. Wouldn't you want a younger, younger person to come up and say, oh, Miss Lynn, I'm so excited to see you. And you just see them smiling and beaming. When I go to church, I, I for many years taught a, um, a club called Discovery Kids. I don't feel my gift is teaching children. If you were to ask me, I'd tell you no. When the pastor and his wife came and said, would you be willing? And I'm like, I was willing, but it's not my gift. But I can tell you this. I don't even know if the gift, my gift is teaching children. I don't know. But I did love those children. And I showed them true, honest love and care. And when I would see these kids, they would run up to me on a Sunday and want to give me a hug. And I try and keep like a package of Smarties or something in my pocket. And there are kids that have now grown into later in teens, almost adult age, and they still come up to me and, and they want to talk to me. It's like they, they want to stand next to you. You ever get like that? There's that person, you almost want to rub shoulders. You're, you're so excited to be in their presence. And I can see them beaming with excitement. That's what you want to be. It doesn't matter that I can't teach the kids that well. I did the best I could. Listen, I was asked to teach. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to ask the Lord to intervene and take over because Lord, you know, this is not my thing. But if you're asking me to do it, you got something to say, speak through me. But you can love those kids and you can show that love. You can show love to those that are around you. Don't be an old rusty bicycle that's been parked too long. Get yourself up. Get your WD out. Get your polishing cloth. Whatever you need to do to clean this person up, get out there and do it. Don't you want to be that person that people are drawn to? Now, you might be burned out. You might be stressed out. I wrote a few things down. Maybe you've walked away from the Lord. Maybe you don't feel that God loves you anymore. I've been there. I've kind of like, Lord, you... I, everybody else is getting stuff. Everybody else is moving forward and I'm not going anywhere. Everybody else is being picked and I was the one that was raising my hand. Have you been there? Yeah, I've been there many times. I can't, I don't have an answer for you on everything. I don't have an answer why God does those things. I know it's his divine plan that he has, but I don't understand why those things always happen, but they do. 
But you know what? We can't let that get us down. We can choose to laugh or to cry. Make that choice for yourself today. If you need to get a bike pump to pump up those tires, you need to do that. If you need a gallon of WD, get it. If you need a rust cleaner, get it. If you need your brakes fixed, go ahead and get them fixed. Don't just sit around and become old and rusty. You need to be out there and moving. Listen, winter's ending. Go for a walk, get some fresh air, breathe the fresh air, even if it's a little crisp and cool. Put on an extra jacket, pair of gloves and a hat, and just breathe and start walking. And ask the Lord, Lord, I feel old and rusty. I don't wanna be. I wanna be youthful and, and vibrant and excited. And I want people to be drawn to me because I can show them to you. That's what you wanna be doing. I don't know who I'm speaking to today. I don't know what your age is. I don't know where your walk is in life. I don't know. Maybe you've been old and rusty your whole life and you don't know how to get out of it. Well, I'll tell you, we're gonna go back to our Bible verses. Psalm 51, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. I am no longer, I no longer live. I, Lynn Wilson doesn't live, but Christ lives in me. I'm a new creation. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We talked about last week and we've talked about before the same power that allowed Jesus Christ to be risen from the dead after he died on the cross for our sins is the same power that lives within me. How many times every day do I forget that? Every day I'm in a situation and I'm worrying and I'm fretting. Lynn, did you stop to pray? Oh, no, I didn't. Today, my alarm unexpectedly went off on my Alexa. If you have an Alexa, you know how much they can drive you crazy. Nobody knows who set the alarm at 4 a.m. Now I get up at 5.30, but I still had an hour and a half sleep. And here goes my Alexa, four o'clock in the morning. So we got up and we yelled at her. She turned herself off. My husband rolls over, goes right back to sleep. Me, I'm laying there. Laying there and laying there. And I'm thinking, I have got to get sleep. I have to go to work. And I'm, I felt old and rusty. And then I'm like, okay, Lord, who can I pray about? So I prayed for this one. I prayed for that one. Prayed for this one. Still not sleeping. You know, you kind of hope when you pray, maybe you'll go to sleep. Well, it, it wasn't helping. I got a few extra minutes, but that was it. I don't know why that alarm went off. I don't know if that was God's way of saying Stop being old and rusty in your spirit and you need to start praying for somebody else and stop worrying about yourself. I don't know, but I did what I could do at the moment. And in Isaiah 40, 31, but those whose hope, hope for today, is in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles and they will run and not be weary. Are you weary today? I, I get it, I get it. There are days I'm okay and there are days I'm really weary you know what? We need to not be weary and grow weary because we can renew every day. God's mercies are new. Every day we can be refreshed in the Lord. And if you don't feel it today and you're saying, well, it's the middle of the day and I'm listening to this podcast and I'm feeling old and rusty. You know what? As soon as we're done, that's it. You're good. You're going to quote these verses. You're going to open your Bible. You're going to study these verses. You're going to commit that to the Lord. You're going to claim these verses and I'm going to claim, Lord, renew my strength today, whatever that is, renew it, Lord. Give me that power within me that I know I can do what I need to do for today. 
I need to be renewed. I need to be rejuvenated. Lord, I don't want to be old and rusty. Lord, I want to be one of those women that that little girl or that little boy or that young person, or maybe even the older people, the older people need the younger people just as much as the younger need the older. Maybe there's an older lady that is drawn to you as a young person because she loves that resilience in you. And oh man, I want to stick around by her because she can get me excited again. She can help me get renewed. You know, God uses older and younger and every age group to help each other out. We're all in this together. We're the family of God. Just because you're older or you're younger, you cannot connect with the other. Yes, you can. You can be an encouragement to anyone at any age. I hope today you will renew your strength in the Lord. I hope today you will just get that bicycle out of that bicycle shed and get your life back right with the Lord and clean it up and ask the Lord to renew your strength to make you a new person for today. To find his new mercies for today and know that you have hope for today to be a great person, to be an asset in someone's life, to be an encouragement and to serve the King of Kings. Thanks so much for coming over today. I hope you're having a great day. Leave me a comment below. Shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you. And for those of you that have been reaching out with comments and notes and emails and even phone calls, I have so, so appreciated it. Thanks so much. And we'll catch you next week.